Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Antonio breaks down the law of attraction so well that it doesn't matter whether you're a child or an adult. Whether you're 8 years old or 80 years old, Antonio teaches the law of attraction in a way to where anyone can grasp the concept, can gain understanding, and can begin to use the law of attraction to get what it is that they desire most in life. I guarantee you that you want to take a listen to Antonio's podcast, Secret to Success, Law of Attraction. Great subject today obviously all subjects of law of attraction and uh, I'm getting a phone call I'm like I'm like recording right now you're on camera would you like to be part of my recording and I'm recording about the law of attraction a 42 hour plus series uh, okay. All right. So I'm gonna put you on speaker for me. Okay. All right. Okay. 
Looks like the law of attraction won someone else here. Yes. Yes, yes. Should I introduce who you are or do you want to remain anonymous? Okay. This is Valerie Boyer. She's currently in Michigan, the state of Michigan, working on her master's degree. Working on her master's degree. Good. Good. All right. So we just started. So let's go after it. We'll be going after this for about an hour. So you're in it for as long as you're here. You were, I answered the phone because law of attraction. You are attracted to this conversation. Are you ready? Yes. All right. So Valerie, you're more than, yes, you're more than welcome to bring input to the conversation. Okay. I haven't even given the subject yet. What we talk, we talk about law of attraction, but what we talk about. And I find it no fault that Valerie called in. Ready? Mm-hmm. We're talking about the law of attraction and being yourself. <laughs> yes, so I find it no fault. Yes, I find it no fault that she would call. That's why I answered. I said, well, you know what? It's supposed to happen. Now, keep in mind, we keep going over law of attraction over and over. We keep, we're talking about a lot of things inside of it. Now we're going to talk about being yourself. This is the hardest challenge you will ever have to face in your entire life. Okay. All right. So we already got some tears about to cover. Oh, they're not tears. Okay. 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 It's just a green of... This is the hardest challenge you will ever have to face in your entire life will be being yourself. Does this make sense? Mm-hmm. Now, why, did, how, why am I talking about this in law of attraction? Think about this. If you attract into your life everything, okay? If you attract into your life everything, if you attract into your life everything, if you are the creator of your life of everything, you only have in your life yourself. Okay? Yes, I'm going to do that one more time. You are the master creator. You have created your own reality. You have manifested the things in your life. You have created your level of income. You have created your level of prosperity. You have created your level of poverty. You have created your level of self-esteem. You have created, and we can go on and on and on and on. You are already attracting things to yourself. You're not being yourself. All right. So I'm going to open that up for discussion real quick. Whoever wants to go first. Did you hear what I said, Valerie? Okay. So the, the premise here is you're already bringing everything into yourself. Make sense? And I'm arguing you're not being yourself. You're attracting things to yourself, but you're not being yourself. Before I go deep into that, one of y'all, tell me what you got. Let's go with Valerie first. She's on. Let's go with Valerie. We're listening, Valerie. The last, yes, you're already attracting to yourself. You're already attracting to yourself. I'm getting ready to do a full-on onslaught argument about how you're not being yourself, but you're attracting everything to yourself. I haven't given much details yet, but just tell me what you have. Put this by the camera. So I think that 
not as brilliant as yourself. Okay, look at your information here. Um, but I think of new law of universal gravitation states that particles attract every other particle in the universe using the force that is directly proportional to the product of their masses and inversely proportional to the square of the distance between their centers. And the reason that I feel like that's kind of dope is because, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a bit of a nerd, but I'm also a language fan. Um, and the idea that something can be inversely proportional to the square of a distance, not between an outer shell or not between um, whatever is connecting them to begin with, but proportional to someone or something's center means that there's um, there's a power in the center or in the core, right, of whatever a being is um, that actually controls and navigates every other force around it. Um, so who I, basically, who I am in my core, who I am in my center, um, is, is inversely proportional to whatever forces are around me. Um, so do I think it's possible to attract stuff to self and not be self? Yeah, but do I think it is possible to remain a lesser version of self? And I mean, not to borrow our grandparents' phrases, but at some point or another, who you are is going to come out. No matter how much you try and hide it or how much you try and diminish it, no matter how much try and box it or or reshape it to the puzzle that it was never created to fit to begin with. Um, no matter what alterations you make to self, the real you kind of just oozes out anyway, right? So just like the real you is going to ooze out, since the most powerful force of the being is the center anyway, then why then why, why try to make alterations and changes to that anyway? Why change something that's inevitable? Why, why try and put a puzzle piece into a puzzle that it doesn't belong? Not really. It would seem that seems purposeless. Unless the purpose is to appease whoever or whatever other situation we're in. Or in this case, whoever or whatever. So, as first off, let me just point out that since I'm so in tune with myself, I answered this phone call. <laughs> I saw Karen. She said a lot. What she did, and I'll break down what she said because she. Talking about she's that intelligent. How many languages you speak, Valerie? Yes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's irrelevant. Okay, she to, if she speaks if she either speaks the same amount I speak or one more, and I speak five. Okay. So, <laughs> so she is a child prodigy for sure, for sure. Except for she's grown woman now. Now. <laughs> She said a lot. I'll break down what she said. She went 
back and forth, not in a, not in uncertainty. She was saying, well, obviously there is a core that draws everything to us. And, and, and then the inverse, the opposite of that, everything out comes into us. And then she poked holes in her own argument. She went, cause she's, she's, she's collegiate. She's, she's learned. <laughs> So she understands the power of opposing viewpoints. <laughs> so before anybody else can poke holes in the argument, she poked holes in her own argument and then said the exact opposite. <laughs> then said the exact opposite and then found all the truth in the opposite. What was the opposite? But it's not possible to draw something onto you if you're not being yourself because at the end of the day, anything you're drawing to you is at the core of what you actually are. She's right. She was right in both manners. She was right in what I said, and she was right in what I said, and then the opposite of what I said, and then the opposite of what she said. She actually did all that in that one talk. Okay, she actually did all that. Okay, great. She's both right, but I'm gonna break it down. What do you have? I'm sure it's not gonna be science. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and this, this came after she said, well, you know, I'm not intelligent like you, but, but. and then went on this <laughs> genius tirade of excellence. Okay, you go. Put on here so she can hear you, because, you know, Apple has noise cancellation. Oh. Um. Hold it like a mic, just so okay. I can know she can hear you. And then talk loud enough for our camera. So you... You draw everything to you, whether you're yourself or you're not yourself. That is true. So, if you're not yourself, the things that you draw to you are not the things that you want. But if you are yourself, the things that you draw to you are what you want. But what I battle with is who is self. Okay. That's where we're going in this phone call. Who is self? Keep going. And so, if I don't know who I am, what am I truly drawing to myself? Things that leave me in confusion, things that cause confusion, things that disrupt my entire life that I don't understand because I'm confused, therefore I'm drawing confusion to myself. I'm saying. So that's where I'm at. No, but no. <laughs> you both said, that's the first thing Valerie said. The first thing she said. She used, like myself, science to prove it. The first thing Valerie said, that's what she said. Then she turned around and said, well, at the end of the day, you are what you are, so you can't draw anything else but what you are because that's why it's coming to your core because your inner being is, well, she didn't say inner being, but that core is drawing everything to you. No, you, you're both right. Now, in regards to that part, Go ahead. so it's kind of like you truly know who you are about what you draw to you. Like what she was saying. Okay. 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 So, if you're drawing confusion to you, you're a confused person. That's right. At the core, you're confused. If you're drawing anger to you, you're anger. You're an angry person. If you're drawing hatred or distrust or anything like that to yourself, that's who you truly are at the core. And so, my personal struggle is. So who are you really? Okay, so stop right there. I'm going to let her respond to that because she developed that argument and then 
poke holes in it, so she has something else to say on that. Valerie, did you hear me? Go ahead. We're listening. Just millions of people, no pressure. No pressure. Sure. Um, so what was your question? Was it poem I really? Did you what you're confused with? Just hit ignore on that. The the white one in the middle. There you go. You you. So it's Well you come in front of the camera now and it's oh. yeah, 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 yeah. So it's down. There you go. <laughs> so it's the struggle the struggle is I'm drawing these things to me, but am I drawing what I truly am? No no you made a wise you made a wise statement. You said when you draw stuff to you that is exactly what you are. And that's the problem. Since I don't know who I am, I keep drawing stuff to, to me that is confusion. That's where you were at. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. No, so, read extra questions so she can answer. I, I think that okay, it's my And the vulnerabilities, you just don't keep them. 
or you don't see them with the same energy that they get. Um, so yeah, so when you when you attract things that aren't you or aren't the energy that you want around you, if you're in control of you, you change the energy. Um, you, you change the vibes because I think we learn more often than not that when two different kinds of energy exist in the room, one is going to emerge and one is just going to go somewhere else, right? If energy is not created or destroyed, it just transfers, it will transfer someone else. But if I'm too busy creating positive energy within myself, too busy uh, within my core, if I am creating peaceful energy or creating entrepreneurship energy, if I am creating the kind of energy that I desire to exist in within my being, the things that I have attracted that no longer fit that energy will move on. Mm. Okay. Come on. Now, she, Valerie has not taken all the, the, the all those other classes that you all have immediately. She didn't go through the day ones, twos, threes, and whatever day we're on right now. Hold on, buddy. The day we're on right now. She didn't go through all that. What happened was she just knows some stuff. And she just went all the way back to all our classes. Come here, buddy. Come here. Come get on camera. You finna come on camera. Look at the camera and say hi. Hi. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> my kids in the background. I homeschool my kids and they listening to all this right now. Come on. Come on up here and come say hi to the camera. Yep, eight and two. Yeah, Alright. What Valerie has done was went backwards. Let me tell you how she went backwards. She said that energy can never be created. We just we already covered that. Then she was talking about you have to experience the opposite to know what you want. That's the law of opposites. You want and all that. Come on, say, say, say hi. You can't get that close, like super close. Come by Miss Deanna and say hi. Oh, come over here. Come over here. There it is. It's gonna be famous. Come on, come on in. Over here. Come on, Mr. Orange shirt. No, come on, you see. There you go. Alright, y'all gonna stay right here or we're gonna go back over there. Ah, okay. Let's, let's at least say hi to the camera. Hi. Alright, there you go. <laughs> My two genius boys, they're being awesome. And now we have another. Now we have another one recording. We have another. Come on, grab a chair and come on. Grab a chair and come in, come in and get in. Now, this is awesome. If you're not, if you're not sure, grab it and put it right here. Put your ears in the camera. And then you just make an adjustment. Make an adjustment. If you're not sure what has happened thus far, I will simplify it for you. Okay? I will simplify it for you. Do me a favor as I'm recording. Would you please hurry up and do that for me? Thank you very much. <laughs> as you are, if you're, if you're confused, okay, we got people walking in. As you're confused, let me simplify it for you. Everybody is right. We're talking about the law of attraction in yourself. Everybody's right. Ooh. But I'm gonna tell you why. Scoot up, scoot up, and scoot back, and make this make this happen. Please. Look, but this is what we're gonna do. Y'all know how I like stuff judiciously. No, sit here. Judiciously, expeditiously. I am not cutting this out. I hurry up. Come on. Expeditiously. There we go. Uh, rich people are decisive. Expeditiously. Now, 
Make sure you two sit like I taught you on stage. Yes. But that means that means one of you can't be in front of the other. Yes. All right. You see it? There you yes. go. So you're back. You're yes. forward. Got it? All right. And we still got Valley on the phone, too. Good. This is something. I could do this at a high level of production. I don't want to. You don't think it's on camera. Right, then you come over here, and let's not make that no more. Come on, hurry up. Hurry up. We're all in front of the camera. There we go. Now, come sit here as fast as possible. I have, in my mind, wasted 20 seconds times three. There we go. We got it? Myself wants to get to this. You ready? Is everybody on camera? Yes. Outstanding. All right, here we go. Now I've got, normally she's always behind the camera. I've got no camera crew. I got them all up here. Here we go. You're right. This is what we covered so far. Just to simplify. There is no law of attraction yourself. You're bringing, you're attracting everything to yourself. My argument was that you're not being yourself. Valerie covered both. And then even you said, well, you know, I mean, I, I am, but I'm, I'm confused because I can judge myself by what I'm attracting to myself. Now, let me unmuddy the water. All of you are right. And, well, both of you are right. And now there would be an all. Both of you are right. Here's how this works. The reason why I can say definitively, definitely, this is an added, definitively, why you are not being yourself, but you attract everything to yourself. This is for the same scientific reason that Valerie said. There's a core. Everything is in a vibration. The vibration goes out and it reaches, reaches something and that same thing that you're vibrating at comes back to you. So you're constantly bringing into your reality what you are. But what you are isn't who you are for this one reason. Because you have not decided to shed yourself from everybody else's opinions and thoughts. 99% of your thoughts are not yours. So right now, most of you are living a life that has been determined by your culture, your parents, your upbringing, your environment, and everything. And that's the truth. That is the truth that will never flee. I got you. That will never flee. It is the truth because until you reach self-actualization is what psychology will call it. Until you're ready to say, Mom, I love you, but your plan for me is not my plan for me. I wish I had somebody. I, 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 mm -hmm. I, I feel like I said something. Dad, I get that you want me to be safe, but that's not my life. And until you shed, this one's going to hurt a little bit, until you're able to receive your religious teachings with your own mind, you can't get closer to your deity until then. Your whole life you've been taught what to think. Okay, you still remember your question? Yes. Okay, so watch this here. I'll prove it to you. Oh, yes. I'll prove it to you. Do women make more than men? Ooh. Do women culturally make more than men? Okay. Some of you are guided by what your culture told you women belong. Valerie actually said that in the very beginning. Then you're guided by your culture where men say she belong. Now put a nationality on you. You're guided by that. When I start, it took me to break five things in making money. I'm going to say these five things and I'm going to let you say what you have to say. I had to break five things in making money. Valerie, can you hear me? 
Okay, I had to break five things. And honest to God, in order for me to make money, I had to do these five things. I had to shatter what my parents taught me about money. I had to then shatter what religion told me about money. I had to then shatter what my culture taught me about money. I had to then shatter what my environment told me about money. Then lastly, I had to shatter what my country told me about how much money I get to make because I look like me. Did you get that? What are the five things I said? Shatter what parents, religion, Culture and environment culture. are two different things. Yes, environment, environment, culture, environment. and culture. Yeah, by culture, I meant what you would call my culture. African American man. My environment happened to be a poor environment. Yes. The hood. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? I can have my culture in the suburbs, but I had a culture and a hood. You understand? And then after I escaped all those four stratospheres of where money, why I belong to money, once I freed myself from all four of those, it took me the longest to convince myself what America wants me in money doesn't exist for me. You have a prick. I had to, is, that, is that what you did? You made an acronym? You know, I, I wanted to, it is then. You he, he called it prick. Okay? Prick. Are, Pray, okay, whatever it is. Ain't that for food? I guess so. But do you understand what I'm saying? What I had to do was break all five of these levels of thoughts. My environment wasn't my thoughts. Those thoughts were there before I got here. My parents, those are my parents' thoughts, which came from their parents' thoughts, which came from their parents' thoughts. Lastly, America's thoughts. America's thoughts of where I'm going to fit at in money. Did not serve me. All right, you have your question now. Go ahead, sir. You have your question. Hold this for me because you know Apple has these noise cancellation speakers. Do you understand? Let me receive. I'm proving to you. Right now, this is psychological. I had to shed thoughts. Until I shed the thoughts of my parents about money, guess what I attracted to me? My parents' thoughts of money. In fact, let me keep talking. I, I, I want to break it down anymore. Think about this for a second. How many of you right now have the dollar amount that your parents expected you to have? No, I'm, I'm being serious. They told you money don't grow on trees, and you went out with that. That's why you ain't got no money. They told you to get a good job so you can have holidays off, and you went out and did that. Who said you even needed a job? What? Come here, boys. Come here, I'm, I'm going to show y'all something. Come here, boys. Hey, Nash, come here. Come here. Come come walk across camera. Come over here. They can see back here, huh? Back here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now watch this shit. So I got my boys. Can you see these two? You see these two? Okay, good. Watch this shit. I'm going to show you. How old are you? Okay, tell the camera. So you're five. Okay, you'll be six in like two weeks. How old are you? All right, be nine. You'll be nine, ten in October. Here we go. Now watch this here. I'm not even going to look at it. What's the secret to life? To be happy. Okay, did y'all see that? The secret to life is to be happy. 
Now, what I did was I condensed all this law of attraction statement training into this one statement. What's the secret to life? To be happy. My parents did not teach me that. Okay, hold on. I'm not even done. Aiden, why can't you buy everything? Hey, come on, man. Somebody. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Yeah. I'm not even looking at it. Wait. Okay. Wait. Wait. Say it again. No, and now y'all just use that word. Yeah, say it again so Valerie can hear your phone. Say that again. Why can't you buy everything, buddy? Consumerism. Consumerism. You hear that, Valerie? They're standing behind me. I didn't even know that word. My parents didn't teach me that. I just told you their ages. How old are you, Aiden? Nine. How old are you? Nine. Aiden, who taught Ashton how to tie a shoe? You can say you did. You did. <laughs> okay. When I wake you up in the morning, Aiden, what do I make you do? Who do I make you wake up? Okay. When I wake him up in the morning, I make him wake his brother. I could do it. I could easily go do it myself. But I'm teaching one to take care of the other and the other, no matter how young he is, to take care of the older. My parents didn't teach me that. So they are attracting into their lives some of my thoughts. But I'm forcing them to have their own thoughts. And these thoughts, whether it be mine or theirs, are not poverty. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Make sense? Okay, you got to you, you come sit back down. You come, you sit, you come, you come sit back down. Does this make sense? Because I even I want my camera crew in, in all this for this learning. What I'm trying to teach you is, I attracted my. How many of us, Valerie, will include you too? How many of us didn't figure out about credit until our mid twenties? Okay, or thirties. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he was looking at me like, "What about my category?" <laughs> <laughs> or thirties, because you inherited your parents' thoughts about credit. All I knew was checks. All I knew was checks pay for everything, regardless of if the money's in the bank or not. You can still write a check. Yeah, yeah. They call it theft, but. <laughs> But I learned theft at 18 from my cousin. Okay, hold on, Ricky. Let me get Valerie real quick. Go ahead, Valerie. Put, put it up there. Hold on, hold on, guys. I, oh, okay. Hold on. So, I'm on a phone call and I'm thinking that we're okay. Okay, that's what she's, she's doing. She's doing other work. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I learned theft at 18 from my cousin. My father, buddy. Not really. You know, like, I wasn't a parent taught me that. Okay, yeah, go play. My cousin taught me that. Y'all want to stay in? He figured out the power of poverty in overdrive. Now, I, I, I want you to really actually just keep it in one spot. Yeah, I want you to actually catch the words that I'm utilizing. Because he figured out the power of poverty in overdrive. Before you learned about credit. How old were you before you learned about credit? <laughs> okay, her first answer was please. <laughs> okay. What's your second answer besides please? Because please tells me a lot. <laughs> oh, 
meeting the daughter at long but when did I actually, you know, have to care? Like, 19, 20. Yeah. Now, how old are you now? 23. 23. Okay, come back. <clears throat> so it took her 19, 20 to learn about credit. Well, she, she's, She's got stuff like, but what Valerie did very well was get mentors very early. She never let her environment tell her where to go. You understand? <laughs> this 23-year-old was just dropping mad science up there. Okay, you got it. Now, let's, I'm just, show, that's just the parents I just showed you. I can go on, I can do the same thing. If you see that my boys know about consumerism, if if you don't know what consumerism, thank you. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, that's the age you live in now. Consumerism is where they teach you to buy everything. You always need everything, and you never have enough. Uh, the industries had a problem yeah. in the 1940s. Because in, in 1920s and right around after the Great Depression, people only bought what they needed. Crazy people. Crazy people were actually responsible with their money. Stupid, crazy people. I'm only going to buy what I need. How many of you right now have eight to ten boxes of cereal in your refrigerator right now? Four. 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 Four boxes of cereal. Do you need all four boxes of cereal? Consumerism. No well, matter what you say. Nope. Okay. okay. No matter what you say. <laughs> no matter what you say, you're going to justify consumerism. consumerism. I say each box is for every person the, in the house. The moment that's still consumerism. That's consumerism. Yeah. that's consumerism. They want you to have yeah, each, each box person. Yeah. for each person. That's all facts. Okay, Valerie, you're going to say something. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, 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 I mean, you're right. It's, uh, it's, it's interesting. Uh, we're the brokest quarters <laughs> that I've ever met. We're, we're broke quarters. We don't get rid of anything nope. that we don't need. You know? Yeah. And we're broke. Do you bring that? Yeah. yeah. And we're broke. We're absolutely broke. But consumerism says, battery, get you one more. It's all good. If you want to be happy, buy this. Ladies and gentlemen, that is not how to be happy. If you want to be happy, become happy, and you will attract more things that will make you happy. And never have to spend a dime. This is why my boys understand the secret to life is to be happy, not to get things. Yes, go ahead. So, if you just be happy, who you truly are will come out. Well, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Wait, wait, keep, keep going, because I think you're on to something. You, you kind of said it wrong. But go ahead. If you're if you're consistently in a state of happiness. Stay happy. You draw unto you happiness. Right. So in the process of doing that, you're going to eliminate. Oh, in the process of doing that, you're going to 
eliminate the thoughts that were you're gonna pretty much what you said shatter what your parents taught you. You're going to shatter what religion taught you. You're going to shatter what culture and environment and country taught you. So if you shatter all of that, you're only left with who you are at the core. So you're only left with yourself. Okay, so explain it again, Bella, because she said that in the first one. Explain it again. I said you create the energy that you want so that the other energy has to go somewhere else. So if you don't want the energy of what your parents have said, the narrative your parents have given, you create your own narrative. You create that energy. And so your parents' energy has to go somewhere else. If you don't want the environmental um, proponents of what you can and cannot make, you create your own environmental energy, so that energy has to go somewhere else. We are constantly creating the energy that we want, so that the other energy is not comfortable staying around ours. Boom. Boom. Absolutely correct. This is what she said earlier. If you rewind this, she said earlier, energy can never be created and never be destroyed. That's the first law of thermodynamics. And what she said earlier was, when you create your own energy, but actually, that she didn't say your own at the time. She said when you create an energy that is opposite of her energy in the room, one of those will endure, is what she said. And then the other will be transferred. Now, she said this almost 30 minutes ago. I just actively listened. She said, you know, they will be transferred. And then she went into, because energy can never be created, can never be destroyed. What she let's break it down in simple talk. When you become happy, as you said, you transfer any other negativity because it can't exist in the same place. Because the back to science, there's not enough electrons. Your happiness has its own electrons just floating around, and the negative energy can't get in that, so it must go and disperse somewhere else. Because your electron field of happiness has all the electrons it needs. Mm -hmm. Make sense? Yes. And if you put, now check this out. This is why some of y'all are losing. Because if you put another electron on the outer cloud, which you, which you would see, it doesn't exactly, it works like this, but not in the, it's more like ellipses, but I, I won't get into that. The point is, you change what the atom is now. You change it. Think your periodic table? You change it. You change it from being happy to, uh, okay. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Which I'll, I'll, I'll go deeper and, and say it in layman's terms. When you had anything negative to a positive situation, you just made that situation negative. But negative energy is? Because the energy in which you really have, that's the energy in which you really receive. No matter the energy that you think. Like, you can think positive, but your words come out of negative, and you're going to get negative back to you. But even if you think, not, keep talking, but if you think positive, but you if you speak positive, but you're actually negative on the inside, you can speak positive, mm -hmm. but those positive words have no effect. Right. Because you're going to get what you really, Tony always said, you don't get, I think I'm about to mess it up, you don't get what you want. You get who you are. That's in every aspect. Watch this. Transparent moment, right? Y'all didn't see me yesterday. 
Oh, you was gonna get on. You was gonna get y'all got to see me yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. That's no excuse for it. The energy I was operating in, I felt wasn't worthy enough of the office. But I failed to realize, even if I would have brought that energy to the office, the power of the energy that's here would have changed the energy in which I was operating in. So we miss stuff because we feel like our energy is too strong and going to overtake the whole situation. Now, not when the atmosphere is already created. So that's perfect. That brings me to the only point I had in this class. Before I brought up all this and everything else, how he was vibrating yesterday, somebody else's thoughts Mm -hmm. told him not to come around. Yes. And this is what I need all of you to receive. Yes, absolutely. It, it, they were his thoughts, but who taught him? Right. So if you ain't feeling like, you like that, it was it was thoughts. I, I, can, I can feel the breakthroughs happening. I allowed not only my awareness to drop, but I allowed myself to operate and what I was taught, and not only who I am, but what I create every day. Like I, I really receive. I'm receiving the power of creating my own reality. You understand what I'm saying? So when that movie come out, I'm super ready. Like done. I'm super ready. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm receiving, and I'm receiving the power of creating my own reality. And yesterday, I even hit him, and I was like, I do the woo-woo, knock, knock out some this, that, and then I'm bringing it down. Because need, I need to holler at you about some stuff. Granted, he just already answered it by me just coming here. So guess what? I ain't never had to ask him. All I had to do was come. But who taught you not to come? But because the training in which I received all my life of growing up in my environment of poverty, growing up around my... Tell the truth, parents are poverty. Growing up around family in poverty. Growing up around religion, that's poverty. You feel what I'm saying? Everything that was around me was poverty. And everything and all the poverty taught me was excuses to not be successful and not do what's worthy of actually who I am. So happiness. When you actually literally choose it, like when you choose, like we can say right now you choose happiness and tomorrow you wake up in a bad mood. So you just contradicted the fact that you choose happiness. But when we actually choose happiness, the process of the poverty in which we grew up in, which is, you know, we're taught this, the matrix. We actually realize that that's really beneath us and we are greater than that. Like we are God. And we actually create what we want each and every day. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Y'all yeah, know I'm, I'm, my awareness is strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to hear from you. What what makes you nervous about this awesomeness we're talking about? Oh, I'm, I'm really good. I'm so good. I'm so good. I, I am the best, okay? I am so good. Just, just don't even think. Okay. There you go. Talk to the camera, too. Music. I want everybody to hear. Everything happens. She called. Pick it up. 
She called for a reason. You're here for a reason. You're here for a reason. My boy's here for a reason. Let's go. It's automatically okay. You already won. Okay. Let that be relief for you. Okay. All right. So. Mm. Mm. Sorry, I don't think so. Mm. That's okay. <laughs> my thoughts are not my own. And the more I drop my arrogance and the more I see that, the more I'm like, okay, so who am I really? And I'm a little nervous about who I really am. Not two people are. Am I really the nice person? Or am I the butthole? Am I really the person who has it all together? Or am I truly a being of confusion? Like, who am I really? And so my nervousness is you can create whatever you want. But do you even know what you do you even know who you are enough to know? You need to talk to. You. I can feel you. the same way I just felt you. Same way I can feel you. Yes. Sure, go ahead. I am disclaimer. I want people to see the You know I do disclaimer. Uh, I am not capable. Of answering that question, um, or solving that problem right now, as far as I know, like I don't, I don't know because I am often myself in a constant search of what I want. Now, as I said, I am not as brilliant as Antonio, but like I'm. I'm a pretty dope person. I um, I'm a pretty dope person. Get a lot of gifts and places, um, and, and things that I'm dope at. Um, but I, what I want, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I wish I could tell you. Um, only thing that I have figured out in this. I am becoming comfortable in the uncomfortable. And the 
more comfortable I become in the uncomfortable, the more me of myself I be. The more at peace I become with not having answers, the more answers seem to kind of just greet me. I don't know. What I was thinking for the answers of, of defining exactly her made up word for word, Valerie, who are you? I was frustrated and hurt and, and and I didn't and wouldn't get those answers. Um, not in the way that I thought I should, but as soon as I let go and abandoned whatever notion this is of, of having that answer currently or having that answer definitively, the, when I stop looking for definition, because definition is just another form for real, for real, of limitation. When I stop looking for definition, um, some things about my happiness became definitive. And the, the less I look for definition, the more of who I am is emerging. The only thing that I can tell you, though, is that I will not be limited to whatever definition I was subconsciously seeking. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And let the definition find you. That's just my Valerie's up. Yeah, no, that's good. I'ma let I'ma let her respond. Become what you don't know. 
Okay, you had time. Yeah, I, I was gonna just, just speak so she could, you know, the noise cancel. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna actually encourage uh, Deanna <clears throat> because this is actually what I'm doing um, of being happy and being unlimited is I would recommend anybody to go back to watch the law of attraction talking about fear because everything we're talking about is that. And if you kill that, you automatically took care of the rest. There's only two things. We're, we're fearful. What are the two things? We're fearful of our success. Love, love and fear. That's it. Two things that exist on planet Earth. And all the reason you're not you because you fear you. You fear who you really are. You fear actually being successful. Now you make sure you punch yourself in the head. No, I'm saying I'm saying you, I'm talking to me. No, you said you said but yeah, everybody. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you fear actually changing people's lives. And you fear just being grateful for it. So you don't actually give them everything that they need to help their life change. You only give them more fear. But that's what you think. And that's all we reciprocate. All we reciprocate in people is fear. That's all we have. Is fear. We really don't have happiness. Like we gotta, we gotta bite the buckle and actually swallow the pill. And be honest with ourselves. Am I happy? No. If it would have recorded, there would have been a word in front of that. No. You know why? Because I still got fear in me. Like, we think of the word wealthy, prosperous, and we think just in areas of money. We don't think in areas of our attitude, our being, our lifestyle, everything. So just because your pockets... May have you feeling like you prosperous? Boo boo, you not. Because you still got fear. You got fear of actually being you, so you give them your representative. You got fear of actually changing people's lives, so you give them the half truth. You got fear of actually making a difference in this world, so you hold back on what's really inside of you and you dumb yourself down around people that really need the help. I'm talking about me. I'm trying to, trying to be respectful over time. Like you just killed that. All the, the last three comments have been in, into the closing thoughts of this this conversation. What's up, buddy? Okay, hold on, buddy. Okay, all the closing thoughts have been, have been into my closing thoughts. I want you to understand something. You just killed everything you just said. It was flawless. So did you. So did Val. There's something missing. You tell we're not happy because you haven't decided to right? It's that simple. Y'all know this. The point of the soul, you know, and speak your language. Okay. Okay. So, you know, speak his language. You know, he loves the church. You know, speak just for a second. The point of the soul is to free itself. The point of the soul is to free itself. Got it? Make sense? Mm -hmm. The point of God is to free others. Okay. okay. I, I, don't worry about it, because this is this is these these I have these classes written down in my head 
because you know I memorize everything, and then I got them all bullet points, and I let y'all talk, and I always facilitate you back to where I want you to go. Mm -hmm. The point of the soul is to free itself. The point of God is to free others. Make sense? Now, take that out of that talk, and let me tell you what that means in this, well, this, yeah, this, this, this natural world. I am 100% happy. 99% would just make me angry. I'm 100% happy. I free myself. I am at the point of what psychologists call self-actualization. So what I do is just free others. Uh -uh. Rewind, press play because you missed it. I've taken the journey of freeing myself. There's nothing else on the journey of myself to do but to get better at being the creative source. To, in your language, to be more like God. Okay? In my language, to be that which I came from. To tap into infinite intelligence and be that on earth. Your language. To bring heaven on earth. Same things, just different language. Make sense? I don't have to free myself. Done. I spend my life now. Oh! Freeing others. And he got it. Does that make sense? Yes, it's I read the paper. So I received it. It's okay. Yes, right she, there. She, but she says, she, okay, <laughs> she said she's still lost. I spend my others. Yes. You see it now. All right, now go, sh go, 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 show, go show the camera. Wow. Go show the camera. Show the camera. All right. Wow. Got it? Can it, is it focusing? in? Did it see? Alright, alright. Now, now I'll break that. Well, and Valerie already got it because she's been saying it the whole time. That's awesome. I spend my life now just practicing or being or getting better at being God. I free others. Which is what now that's not to offend anybody who religious, which is what your Bible says. Mm -hmm. Eastern Yes, it does. You can't offend nobody if you speak the Bible. If they get offended, they got with the Bible. Eastern theology has something called theosis, and I draw it on the wall as this is this is theology. This is why this is why I study so many religions, so I, I, I so I can have common ground with everyone. Both and so I don't be divisive. Okay, theosis says God in a full circle became man, so man. Can become God. And that's and theosis is Christian. That's, that's Christian. It's called Eastern Orthodox Christian. Okay. So I say this again in conclusion. Okay. In conclusion, everybody knocked out the park. I want to be respectful of Valerie's time, and I promise an hour. And just hit an hour. In conclusion, you are drawing things to yourself, but you never start being yourself. So you're only drawing your mom's fears, your dad's fears, your, mother, your grandmother's fears, your culture's fears, your country's control, all that stuff like that, right? Now watch it. Never have I said, 
Yes, he's getting revelations. Never have I said, you know, give me those parents. Right, well, which, which was first? Parents. Did I ever say they were bad? No. no. Did I ever say get rid of them? No. no. Religion. Next? Did I ever say it was bad? No. Did I ever say get rid of it? No. What was next? Environment. Culture. Or you got a culture, environment, if we do both at the same time. Did I ever say either one of those were bad? No. Either one of you should get rid of? No. Country was next, right? Yes. Did I say any of those are bad? No. I didn't ask you to get rid of any of these five layers. Just make sure you're thinking for yourself and you can make these five layers better. You can free people in these five layers by simply using the law of attraction to be your my name is Antonio T. Smith Jr. You can plan better. You can dominate. Hey everybody, it's Antonio T. Smith Jr. And I'm excited to be with you. And I want to take this opportunity to tell you what you get, what this pathbender is about. Can you really change your life? Can I change your life? Can you bend your path? And I want to talk about four things that help you understand how I've come up with Pathbender and how the idea of actually bending your path is not only realistic, but it's realistic for you. The first thing I want to tell you is I can't teach you anything because you already know everything. There is something so different about you. Something about you is so fundamentally different that if I disassemble you and put you back together, you won't have life. You don't work like the cameras recording me or the lights around the studio. Something about you is different. So if you hear me say anything in these four things that I want to tell you, the first one being you already know everything, if it feels like you're remembering, if it feels good to your soul, if it feels well with your being, that is how you know it is true. And the first thing that I'm telling you, it is true that you know what I'm about to say, you've just forgotten. There are distortions over you and these truths that have escaped you are finding their ways back to you. And I am just your guide back to your compass. It's the first thing. So in truth, something about you understands you can bend your path. Maybe you haven't thought of it, or maybe you've been thinking about it and now it is here. And it is my most gracious honor to be the person you're listening to and to be the soul that's intertwined with your destiny. The second thing I want to tell you is the principle Wu Wei. You find it in the Tao, Taoism. It is this idea of not forcing anything. My friends, life is not a life of manipulation. It's more of a life of meditation. Manifestation 
does not go hand in hand with manipulation. And if you are forcing your path, you're on the wrong path. If things are not coming to you in the fastest, quickest, most harmonious way possible, if your life seems as if you are swimming up a stream, going against the grain, flowing through cement, if you have money, but no well relationships, or you have well relationships, but no money, if you are spiritual, but broke, and if you are religious, but can't make ends meet, you are manipulating your current path and you're not bending it to your will. Pathbender is a concept I've come up with. I am a big fan of the Wachowskis. And my favorite movie by them is Cloud Atlas. My second favorite movie now is The Matrix, which was my first, but now and at the end of the Matrix Part 1, Neo bends reality to himself after he believes. And that's, that's basically the premise of Pathbender. The truth is, that's not science fiction. The idea of bending your path has been here for millennia. Bruce Lee told you be like water, my friend. This is what it is, okay? I said, empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. Now, you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now, water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. All these things are important. So this idea of Wu Wei is about you not forcing. And Pathbender is you finding your own path and you're not forcing the events you want. You're not manipulating the events you want. You are creating the events you want. You are the greatest creator to ever live on this planet and no one can create better than you, not now or ever. The third thing I want to tell you, and this may come as an offensive shock to some, but you are God. Uh, you are this life-giving force. And I want you to think about it. You're the only species on this planet that can create something out of nothing. For, the, for theologians, way back in antiquity, there's a Latin phrase called ex nihilo. It is a phrase that means out of nothing and how God created this world ex nihilo, out of nothing. And the only life force on this planet that can take nothing and then make a masterpiece is God. But you've been doing that since the day you've been born. Take a piece of paper that has nothing there and out of nothing. J.K. Rowling wrote Harry Potter. Robert Greene wrote 48 Laws of Power. Out of nothing, 
The Steven Spielberg produced movies. Out of nothing does Denzel create characters that we remember forever. This idea of out of nothing. And you're the only one who can do that. Goldfish can't. Lions cannot. Just humans. You are God. You can find that in Christian texts in which in the book of Mark, the writer exclaims a question by the disciples as they turn towards Jesus and they ask, what manner of man is this? that even the winds and the waves obey him. Now, this isn't Christian only thing. You don't have to be Christian, Jew, Muslim to get this. The writer is explaining that even the people, the ascended master Jesus was with on a daily basis had no idea who he was. He was not a man. He was God in man's flesh. And I say the same thing to you. You're not a man. You're not a woman. You perform miracles on a daily basis. What manner of man are you that even blank pieces of paper respect your creative power? And the last thing I want to tell you this pathbender is about becoming a force, a force to be reckoned with. Scientifically, there's a formula for force. You can look it up yourself. Force equals mass times acceleration. We, we must talk for a little bit. In order to become a force, you need mass multiplied by acceleration. In order for you to become a force, you need energy in one place over and over to become multiplied by the acceleration, the speeding up of something to become a force. Say it again. In order to become a force, Einstein says all mass is energy in one place times the speed of light twice. You know that as E equals MC squared. Einstein scientifically understood and explained to us that mass is simply thought idea over and over and over, a thought. What is the greatest form of energy? Thought energy. A thought over and over and over, moving at the speed of light twice squared over and over in one place and once you keep putting energy in one place in one place in one place in one place that energy ceases to be something invisible and becomes a tangible piece of matter this is why it's hard to destroy something that exists energy can never be created and it can never be destroyed first law of thermodynamics because once you put energy 
in a place over and over and over and over again. It takes infinity to destroy what has been created. So in order to become a force, someone like me must teach you how to put your energy, harness your energy into one place over and over and over until it becomes something tangible. And in truth, you have been doing this your entire life. You just haven't been doing it deliberately for your benefit. But everything around you is your thought energy manifested into physical form. The second part of this equation, acceleration, is the idea that when you get this piece of matter, and you believe in it so much, you see it so much, it is so, it is so tangible that it gains its own speed. And then you put speed on top of that speed because everything in the world is in motion already in vibration. So this idea of acceleration is this idea that the more you speed what you created up, when you multiply that by what you created, you become a force. It's the basis of Pathbender. Mass times acceleration equals force. And many of you are attempting to become a force on this planet, but the problem is you haven't attracted someone like me yet to teach you how to deliberately create the mass you want in your life and how to deliberately accelerate that so you can be a force. Be like water, my friends. You can go to the event page and catch all of what's included. But I wanted to stand before you and tell you about the intent. I wanted you to feel my energy. I wanted you to see my face. Energy doesn't lie. If you believe like I believe, if there is something about you right now that I am awakening, we are at the same vibration, consider. I wanted you to catch my energy and I wanted you to know that your time is here and you have the power to bend your reality. Join me. Become a pathbender. I've been looking for you. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better. You can dominate. Mm -hmm.